0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, great. Well, let's go. Welcome back to the Waffle House. It's just me and Steve today. Yep, yep. The lads are back in town. I don't know, man. I feel like there's just too much, too much masculine energy for 2020, Steve.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. We're pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty sensitive masculine guys, I think.
0: You know, Hannah's here, but it's seven twenty-three a.m. and she is definitely not a morning person. So Does she not? She doesn't do mornings. <laughs> no, she doesn't do mornings. And I feel like I feel like you can't take advantage of the fact that you have a podcaster in your bed. You know, you have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to, you have to use, you have to use the the podcaster in your midst uh, at, at the at the at the right times, like at yeah. times where you really have no other option. You can't take advantage of it because it might create a strain on your relationship
1: oh definitely yeah my me and my girlfriend did a couple of podcasts in the last week and life's good on the podcast and everyone, everyone always texting go, oh you guys are so in love there's so much chemistry between you guys and it's like fucking
0: yeah you want to see Pod- us off the mic podcast <laughs> yeah podcast like, our podcast relationship is very much like our instagram relationship <laughs> yeah, it's so true i have a, and i hate each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i i have a i have a, a friend who um like it there's always problems in his relationship but like on instagram their fucking life is perfect like and it just makes it makes me laugh because it's like wow if if we could if we could see the reality of this relationship it would be so different I know for a fact friends of
1: mine who communicate with each other on Instagram stories, like couples, married couples, just like, you're fucking joking me. Like, I'm just so happy I met this woman five years ago. And she's like, you haven't talked in a week. You're just <laughs> Telling me that.
0: <laughs> Although I must say that uh, this is the first time I've ever been public uh, about a relationship like on mm. social media, really. And it is very interesting watching people comment on your love life because I, like I, I've, you know. None of us are, are are perfect, you know. Of course. Like, but I I feel like I'm putting across like this very care I mean I've been a very caring boyfriend up to date <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like someday we're not going to be posting the reality of our relationship. You know? yeah, like, right yeah. now, it's all very real because it's all very fresh and very exciting. But there will be a time <laughs> where we're like fucking hating each other. And then online, it'll be like, miss you, babe. You know? <laughs> Even though it's like, the reason I miss you is because we haven't talked for three days because we fucking hate each other. <laughs> I miss you. We're in the same house,
1: but I miss you. <laughs> yeah, I
0: miss you. Maybe you could fucking unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but currently, um, she's... Uh,
0: Currently, she's asleep, uh, incredible sleeper. Um, We we spend, I guess, 25 to 30% of our relationship watching each other sleep. I watch her sleep in the morning and then she watches me sleep at night. (laughs) So, is she more of a night owl that she likes to go to bed super late? Well, yeah, except that lately, because she was doing this other thing for so long and she's like a little exhausted, like, actually, her schedule has been somewhat more akin to mine, other than like she will sleep in. But she can still go to sleep early, whereas, like, if I slept in... Like, basically, she sleep, she sleeps four to five hours more than I do every single day. Wow. Yeah. No, like, wow. there, there's just... I've just accepted that. Like, I've been up since five ten a.m. Oh, shit. Right. I set my alarm for six, I just want to point out. Right. Uh, because... I was too tired to watch The Social Dilemma last night, so that'll tell you. For our listeners, uh, today we're supposed to... Be, well, we will be talking about The Social Dilemma, which is, you know, not unconnected to this little intro that we're doing. Of but, course. But uh, last night I was too tired to watch this. Well, I was too tired, and she was afraid, because her life is so online, you know? Like, she's she's like a comedian but like she doesn't like to admit it but she's also an influencer and I think she was afraid to watch the social dilemma I think she was
1: (laughs) I think think she was afraid
0: to find out the truth about the world that uh, she's profiting (laughs) from which of course I'm joking but uh, I said oh I'll wake up in the morning which is basically right back to like when I was in you know when I was 11 and 12 years old like too tired to do my homework I would do it in the morning because I'm more of a morning guy uh, but then right. I set the alarm for six, and I woke up at 5.10, you know? Jesus, fair play, man. Fair. And
1: then you, you're always still an early morning riser, even when you're doing, coming home late at night from gigs, you still get up early.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I wish it wasn't the case, but unfortunately, oh, that damn. is the case. I don't know why. I don't know why my circadian rhythm is so, so geared towards waking up early and going to bed early. Um, but I'm only, I'm only coming down from the, the stress of being in an early relationship, uh, but it was long distance. Yeah, and and, and and so I'm only I'm only just sort of getting back to a a normal sleep cycle.
1: How long is she is she back in your life now physically? How long has she been back? How long is
0: she since Saturday?
1: Since Saturday. Today's so Thursday. It's not been a bit the, of week yet, so it's like the anxiety of not seeing her for seven weeks is just like. Right. Yeah, it's going to take a while to settle down from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Plus, plus it's now, you know, it's a new relationship, but we have been together for five days now Right. with no, with no ill effects, no sense of, gee whiz, why did we think that we were so perfect for each other? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) none of that. No, no sense of, of, of panic or, or, or dread or fear of like, when are we going to get a break from each other?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. And what about the whole like at the moment, like being in such close quarters to each other, the living together for the moment or whatever? Is there that's what I'm up- saying? Like, there's none. Like no, it's all, no, it's all yeah. fine.
0: Uh yeah, we've been quite busy. I mean, she's quite busy. So, like, you know, we were in Manhattan yesterday, and uh, you know, I, 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 I had the puppies. I had the puppy the first day, and then I returned the puppy Sunday. I met her parents. Right? Oh, oh, first time. Yeah, I spent two nights in her parents' house. Oh wow, what was that yeah. like? It was great, man. I felt like a fucking teenager. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Burner. <laughs> uh, and uh, they're the nicest people. Right. Probably that's listen, cool. the mom, the mom listens to our podcast, by the way. Hi, Mrs. Mom, Mrs. Burner. Bern. Burner, uh, sorry. But uh, yeah, so uh, that was great. We had a lovely time. I mean, they're like the nicest family. Uh, and then are yeah, you so, nervous
1: about meeting them beforehand?
0: Of course. Of course you're going to be nervous, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you hope that you'll, you'll get on. I mean, I get on with pretty much everybody, so I wasn't overly nervous, but, uh-huh. you know. But anyway, it was it was lovely. I, I, I didn't intend to talk this much about all this, all but. Right. No, it's good. No. It's interesting.
1: It's cool going through this stuff as well, like like for you now and later on in life and all that. It's like,
0: ah, all that kind of shit. It's great. Yeah, well, I'm I'm 44. Like, how many parents can you meet? <laughs> yeah. You know? I guess the older you get, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, like it, you know, it would be my preference now to never have to meet anybody else again. But yeah. uh, I guess the older you get, the less chance there is you have to meet the parents. <laughs> <laughs> so You'll be I, I, about I a gravestone that, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like putting flowers. Like, <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, Hannah got off easy; like she doesn't have to meet my parents. You know, That's true shit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- I, I, I would like to think that this will be the last time I have to meet. Uh, anybody's parents anyway it's all great uh so uh this all started by saying that i'm not going to use the podcaster in my bed um we're going to talk about the social dilemma but very quickly steve how are you
1: i'm good man yeah i've um um Dublin is, uh, Ireland is all over the place at the moment with the new plan that has come out with regards to moving forward with COVID-19. And today, as of the time of recording, I just checked RT and apparently Dublin might be getting some restrictions uh, this weekend coming. So um, we will uh, find out if my 5 aside will be happening on Sunday or not.
0: <laughs> oh my God, 5 aside will go down? But that's silly Bro, because it's, the outdoor uh, yeah. stuff... It's
1: outdoor, and we're all, like, nobody, we've been, that game has been going on for years, and nobody has contracted the virus. Everybody's been fine, blah, blah, blah. But Aiden was so telling cold.
0: me that people, Aiden was, Aiden's got, Aiden went home on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Aiden was telling me that people aren't wearing masks. It's, it's like,
1: that was what Neffed has said in the news this morning that it's clear that the reason that it is spreading and the numbers are going up is clearly because people are not taking the precautions and it's it's tough bro it's tough there's the, you know we've had some anti mask pro protests people get hooked on the social media algorithms, and they get told the fake news that they want, and they go mad in the street. Yeah, well,
0: the CDC director just came out and said that like masks are the most important thing. Yes. yeah. And I know that they haven't been right about everything, but as it stands right now, in terms of the current information, masks are super important for not spreading the virus. Why would people not wear masks? I don't understand people's resistance to masks. It's such a fucking easy thing to do. It's like you wear a t-shirt, just put on a mask. It's just like one extra item of clothing. It's really bad in schools in
1: particular as well for so reason a lot of parents just refuse to do it and it's uh,
0: very strange the resistance to masks mm, mm, i don't uh, get it yeah it's crazy
1: it's really it really is crazy and like uh,
0: i I, as as it stands right now my my minimal informed opinion is that society could actually be quite a bit more normal if everybody accepted mask wearing
1: mm -hmm,
0: you know i feel like particularly with outdoor gatherings Mm -hmm. you know uh, and then just limited indoor stuff with masks. I think we could be okay.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. I think it's quite clear. The, sta- the I think you know, Nefert have been very clear on that. You know, if we if we do just carry on with the things, the simple things, washing hands and masks wearing, it's just like and it becomes a normal part of your life as it is in a lot of
0: other but countries. But like, can, China, can you example. can you walk into a shop now without a mask? Are you allowed to walk into a shop without a mask? Generally, uh, generally, like, no, you're you're not supposed to. Like, I've never come across As, the competition. Have you, heard, but, have you heard anybody in the shop tell somebody you need to wear a mask, sir? Yes, yeah, yeah. In my oh, local you have?
1: Center, yeah, in my local centre, they actually... Keep them, they have them there, and they go, You can have this one if you want, you just have to pay a euro at the till. Um, so that's you know, that's a good system, having played. Oh, yeah, that's but, good because they have a lot of confrontation with people coming in. And going, I'm not
0: fucking yeah, what are you gonna do? Like,
1: but you know, the people that I have seen the most not wearing masks in the same centra is fucking I hate saying this, but it's Gardee. It's like, get out. I'm not even joking, you bro. Fucking like twice, I've seen uh, three different Gardie, uh Like there was one occasion where there was two of them together, and I'm like looking
0: around. How is nobody saying anything about this? You know what I mean? It's crazy. For our American listeners, the guardia or the police? See, is it the police? Yeah, the shades. <laughs> Which, by the way, our, our American listeners are up to sixteen percent, Steve. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, wow. we have a lot more American listeners than we used to have. Oh wow! How? In fact, non-Irish oh, cool. listeners are up to like thirty percent. So we gotta we got to make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about. The Garda Síochána are the Irish police.
1: The Irish police. No guns. Um, yeah. and uh, but the, Yeah, because yeah, here,
0: like, you can't... Like, for example, have you had a situation where you're out and you realize, fuck, I, I haven't got a mask? Oh, yeah, and I go home. I just, what do you I do? Go, well, what I, I did last night was I took my T-shirt off. Under, I had a sweatshirt on last night because it was a little chilly. And I took my T-shirt off, which coincidentally enough was this T-shirt. Oh, right. And then I, I put it over my, you know, I put it over my head and tucked it into
1: my that's a good, shirt. That's a good shout. I did see one guy as well. I evidently forgot his mask went into the center. He's about six foot four. A big fucking giant of a guy. And he was like, no mask. And he's literally just the guy was like, "Hey, you can't come in without a mask." The security man, was kind of going, "Oh fuck!" What? And he was a bit of an angry head in him, and he just lifts his jacket over his face. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> let you do that here. They actually no, don't you let, should, yeah, yeah no, They yeah. don't
0: let you do the like lift your lift your yeah. sweatshirt over
1: your face. You know, yeah. And then the, th- the stupid thing is, people get pissed off by being told that they have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's like the authority they, they, thing. Yeah, so then they take it and they'll walk around the shop shopping to, while putting on their mask for the whole of the fucking thing and then they get to the till and
0: they finally put it on it's just like I don't get it I like, know I don't They don't understand people get you know people get bent out of shape I mean this is this does tie into the whole uh, social dilemma thing so Steve and I both mm-hmm. watched the social dilemma which everybody was recommending as like the great documentary about the effects of social media on our life I was personally disappointed but it it does bring up all the issues that Uh, People like to talk about Mm. uh, big assumptions too about social media. But what did you think when you were watching it?
1: Yeah, like as I said to you, like I think it it made it it made its point after half an hour, and it kind of like we didn't get any uh, deeper into it. It wasn't an amazingly made uh, piece, but the points, the overall points, are valid, and the issues that we are having in society, I think everybody would watch it and go, "Yeah, I recognize that in myself and in other people. I can see these problems easy."
0: Yeah, I mean, it it is nice to just get a little reminder of like how much engineering has gone into the way that we behave, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't freak out to the sense of like, I'm not in control, you know? Mm -hmm. But just as a first topic, I really like this quote that one of the guys said, if you're not paying for the product, then you are the product.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's so strong and it's so real, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I love that concept of just like, you know, if you're enjoying this incredibly convenient thing online and you're not paying for it, there is there is something behind that where people are making money. Of course. And, and the notion of like, if everybody listens
1: to this, thinks about it, do you really think that all these things are given to us for free at no cost? Instagram is completely free. Facebook is, of course it's not. Yeah. No, but, but isn't it
0: amazing free. how early on, because like we're of an age where... Well, I certainly was quite an adult by the time I got Facebook or, or MySpace for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's funny because I was wa- we were watching Funny People the other night that Adam Sandler oh, yeah. movie about great comedy. movie, and, yeah, I but love it's like, that movie, it's like early tech. Like he does like a MySpace. Corporate That's right. Date. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it's just so funny, like how MySpace was cutting edge at the time. Yeah, yeah. Making jokes about Tom. It's like I had to remind myself, oh yeah, Tom was always the first friend that you had. You know, like it's it's yeah. funny going back. But anyway, like we're we're from that time. I remember getting Twitter I had a and, Bebo. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, Bebo. You know, but but the thing is that in those early days, I was completely oblivious to where it would go, but also just like I had no concept of data, I had no concept of uh, the internet, or or sort of companies paying attention to my behavior, you know, it was all just, like, super fun, like, 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 when I think back, like, one of the most exciting things about Facebook, particularly, because Facebook, I feel like, was really the beginning of, like, uh, just an international, universal social media, was just, like... Oh my God, Tom! Whatever, yes. I haven't seen him in 20 years. You know, just yes. the excitement of of reconnecting with everybody. Like there yes. wasn't there wasn't innocence to it, oh, uh, at the time,
1: and the joy of filling out your profile and saying I went to this school, I used to work here, I'm friends with this guy, giving everything away. I was yes. born. This is my birthday. This is my family. Everything, everything. Just going. I've got a nice looking profile. And I'm going to pick my profile picture. Meanwhile, are completely oblivious that all this data and all this information is going to be used to, to change to to modify your experience of it.
0: Plus, I just remember, like before Facebook, you know, Facebook was quite, you know, it was it was pretty simple back then, and I, I started to, you know, two thousand four work experience came out, I got quite well known, and then I just used my personal Facebook to add all these fans, you know, right, and yes. uh, the personal Facebook maxed out at five thousand, but. I just remember maxing it out, but just thinking this is great. Like I can promote to all these people. Like up till then, like it was like email lists. You know, like when we used to do the international, the international comedy club, the big breakthrough for us. Because I I remember this guy Sean. I can't remember his second name, but he was like like an open mic that sort of progressed to the next level, but then plateaued there. But he was younger than me. He was like like I guess I guess nowadays you would call him an early millennial, Uh and he was like you know you should get everybody's email at the end of the show. This was like groundbreaking to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 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 yeah. like you know I, I you know this would have been like 2000 you know he's like you should get everybody's email at the end of the show. And then at the end of the night, I would always, I would, I would pass around this piece of paper and get everybody's email. And then I would personally put them in, and I would send it from a Hotmail account, which would max out at fifty. So then I would, I would set up a. This is before like Mailchimp, before any yes. of this shit. You send these fucking emails every week, but they like it, it revolutionized the international. Wow, And email is. But then when Facebook came out, it was like holy shit! Now I got five thousand people. I could tell them I have a show. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, I'm totally oblivious to that this is the beginning of a, the, a change in humanity. Mm. yeah and also be like and
1: maybe it wasn't just a change in humanity at the time because like technology did change to the point that where it's at now we use the internet for everything it wasn't at that point then and we didn't have smartphones all the time then yes
0: that was pre that was pre smartphone very much
1: the, the smartphone became the issue because you know you can buy you can you can do so much on the smartphone now. So, you know, yeah, those days you were going to sit down at a computer to get all that crack done, you know?
0: I had a separate device for my music. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an, an iPod. Pod. An yeah. iPod. Sorry, I don't even know what to call the fucking thing anymore. <laughs> I, the I big, had an the big wheel on it, I remember. I found that, yeah. it. I found it uh, a few years ago. Not, not that recently, but I found it a few years ago and I was like, wow, this looks so fucking ancient. And I remember thinking it was the coolest thing of all time.
1: Oh, bro. Yeah, I remember I got one in 2005 I was like a second year apprentice carpenter and I'd saved up my money to get one and I went on a trip to Argentina and people were like, what is that? Like they hadn't a fucking, they were just like, what do you mean all the music is in there? How is it in there? How does that even, I remember having to explain it day after day after day.
0: Not to mention, I spent so much time putting all my fucking CDs into my yes. computer. <laughs> you know, I like I got all my fucking shit on yeah. got it into that iPod. And then when the, the iPod moved on, it was like impossible to trans, you know, like yeah. transfer this shit back and like all that music I bought, it's just like wasted now it's like why 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 did we store like to think about how much music is on spotify to think that we used to buy racks we used to buy racks to physically store our cds and then we spent all that time putting it into our fucking computer and now (laughs) like the thought of having music on your computer it's like why would you take up space with that shit i know fucking
1: the hours of doing it like my my uh, computer at home used to overheat (laughs) from copying so many (laughs) cds <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the sound of the CD starting up, like
1: yeah, 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 oh, <laughs> and then you right. can hear it
0: like like rattling away in your fucking computer. And if there's scratch on the, the thought, CD, you are fucked. <laughs> the thought of fucking and you know the way the way MacBooks have just like completely just like anything inside it other than fucking you know just the thought of having a CD player within your fucking computer now it just seems so. Yeah, yeah. so excessive. Oh, why oh my god! Yeah. No, why, why would you do that when you can pay fucking fifty euros for some stupid fucking adapter? Mm-hmm. You know? Fucking yeah, yeah. Apple,
1: and not not to mention fucking like the the cloud and all that kind of stuff. Now everything's on oh. a fucking cloud. Like, everywhere. yeah, I
0: know, man. But anyway, the point is that there was an innocence to it all at yes. the beginning and there was a fucking excitement to it I mean the of course e- yeah. e- even an iPod it was so fucking exciting you know the sense of like so I can have all this music on this one thing you know yeah. I used to, I used to fucking have to bring a tape in my you know like how many times would you listen to that CD over and over oh, you know man, changing man. CDs in your fucking car Yeah, you know and like you were too lazy like the CD would finish and go back to the first song and you're like ah fuck it I'll listen to it again yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to go to the trouble of I had a CD
1: changer underneath the passenger seat and I wasn't fucking like, oh was, yeah,
0: those annoying. There was six ones, whereas, CDs in there for fucking ten years. Like yeah, you have to load it up. You have to load it up like a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> fucking like, before your trip. It's like which six are we gonna pick? You know, as yeah, if you are gonna yeah. pull over. As if you're gonna pull over and fucking port leash and, and change the music. Change it. <laughs> oh man, fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. See, this is why I was telling you, Steve. Fucking, I knew we were gonna go somewhere with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> But We're
1: do you having... look back at those times and kind of go, I just kind of look back and go, what was I doing? What was I doing all the time? It's just, it's, you kind of need it like to have it all recorded on video to watch and kind of go, what was I thinking? Or what was my day made up of anymore? Yeah, but what that's was the they... thing, it's
0: not recorded. Yeah, yeah. It's not recorded, whereas thing. all it fucking, it is now. Mm. You know, I don't even realize half the shit on my phone. Sometimes I scroll back and I'm like, how the fuck is this going back to 2010? There's like pictures of my father on my phone. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is, th- this is like, the 12th phone i've had since my father died how the fuck are these pictures on my phone i know it's crazy you know Bro, what i mean I, like I, 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 scroll had I scroll back to the beginning it's like there's my father what the fuck is going on i had a picture of my ex-girlfriend on my phone and my
1: missus is looking. what the fuck have you got that on your phone for and i was like uh i, I don't know <laughs> i literally I know. had no idea i had no idea it was like why well, I, I broke up with that woman yeah, seven years ago or something fucking, like, that. like
0: yeah, it comes off the, the fucking cloud? cloud yeah yeah <laughs> the cloud is just an extension of your fucking memory
1: and you d- and that goes back into the whole social dilemma thing of the phone watching you because they must have known that I was having a bad week with the misses and then they're like, I will just send up this picture of let's make miss- it worse ex- to make it fucking worse. <laughs> oh, she's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: then suddenly, then suddenly you get a load of ads for online therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. bro. <laughs> it's fucking true. But dude, like, well, I you know the whole time I was like getting anxious and Hannah was in the house. I, I fucking I just kept getting ads for calm. Do oh, Calm, do you, do you, calm the, the, the app, Calm. Oh, I don't know what that is. But, but I think it's because I was using Headspace, though. So Calm is like a Headspace competitor. Right, okay. So I was using Headspace. So then the algorithm must have been like, this guy's got anxiety. Let's fucking, let's hit him with a competitor. Yeah, yeah. But that but is, did
1: you find, like, I love that graph in The Social Dilemma that they did say that it's um, when technology uh, overpowers the human being's weakness that's, that's what the algorithms are doing so that's exactly what it's done there yeah. this guy's got an anxiety so we're gonna pummel we're gonna pummel at that and that's the fucking scary yeah. thing about it well but. I
0: mean that is the scary thing about the social dilemma that it reminds you that well the, the scary thing and I don't know the science behind this because this is just one documentary but they basically talk about the fact that the human mind hasn't really evolved for millennia mm-hmm. whereas like computing in the last 50 years has evolved like exponentially yes um so, we really are fighting a losing battle in terms of, you know, like it keeps getting better at doing what it does, whereas we've just remained the same. But even though I do think that, you know, I do think we can evolve and adapt. I mean, they, they went against, you know, he, that, that, particularly that main guy, uh, the ginger guy. Yeah, the ginger guy. He was kind of going against the concept of we will adapt. Uh, because Mm. basically, I guess the suggestion is that we've never had to adapt to anything so large. So I I, I accept that argument, but at the same time, I also think that we're probably not giving human beings enough credit. But Mm. we'll see. I mean, we Mm. will see you know there's
1: also the concept of like the the guy in it jaron lanier with the dreads the yes. big guy and um, so you've been reading his books also. so i've read a couple of his books and he does he, he, one of his books is called 10 arguments to delete your social media account right now and one of the, the the arguments that he makes in it is that the algorithm doesn't exist unless a human is interacting with it so we have this whole fear of like the the you know, uh, artificial intelligence taking over, et cetera, et cetera. But it actually doesn't exist if a human, do- like it's just, it doesn't have morals, it doesn't have feelings, it's just going bum, 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 it's doing what it's programmed to do. Yes. So if a human being doesn't interact with that, then the algorithm is, doesn't do anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's got nothing to interact off. So that's obviously one of his arguments for deleting your social media account. Now, he does say not forever. You just have to take a break from all of it for a while and then kind of know yourself and then come back to it and go, oh yeah, I'm going to turn off notifications here. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, you know, there, there are little skills that you can do. Um, and to, I mean, I do, I
0: do assume, I do assume that... As this becomes more and more of an issue, like periods of human history where we 've had to regulate and adapt, I mean obviously there has been more and more move to regulation. but I yes. do think people will start to understand the best ways to have healthy interactions with this stuff but yes. but I also do think that this will probably be the most complicated adaptation that humans mm-hmm. have had to make like mm-hmm. this is this is This is quite deep because no other Technological innovation had so much information about us. It was yeah. basically us having information about this new technology, whereas this new technology knows so much about us, mm-hmm. and yes. it and it and it has been programmed to influence our behavior. That was the frightening thing, which is basically like this isn't social media figuring out what you want. It's also social media making you want shit that you would have never wanted. Only yes, these these cues, these subliminal messages are shifting you slowly towards wanting this. And that's how
1: those algorithms are designed. That's what he
0: de- describes
1: in the book as behavioral modification tools. That's that's all it is. They're designed to to modify your, be- your behavior. And um, so down to every, just so people understand it, down to everything, the reason that you scroll again on your Instagram, like, and also one of the really, like, the like buttons, everything is just, every tiny little bit of social media, the way it's designed is designed to modify your behavior. That's, it's not about being social, it's not about connecting with other people, it's about getting information out of you. And, um, that's the kind of, it. it is designed to, to addict you and that is the, the super scary thing about it. I was going to say something else there now, and I've forgotten.
0: Oh, damn it! You lost it, Steve.
1: Damn it! I lost the flow. It. Look at your phone
0: right now. Your phone might know. Look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> your phone probably knows what you were about to say, Steve. Have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's it's off, <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, and and. Again, going back into the point that he says that's part of the power of deleting the social media thing is that you, you, you become modified less and less. And look, we all experience anxiety through social media, through content creation, through am I getting enough likes? Are people interacting enough with this? And especially with the work that we do, I've totally found myself caught in that trap of looking at the numbers, looking at the numbers,
0: looking at the numbers. Oh, 100%. And the excitement, the excitement of yeah. having like a hot one. You know, yes, totally. And the, annoyance, and the annoyance of not understanding why it's hot or why it's not hot, you know? Yeah. Why a, why a post you thought was going to be amazing. But, yeah. but But I did like the... like. So basically, when I was a child, well, young enough in early education, I remember being told about subliminal advertising and how it got banned. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a thing and then yes. it got banned, right? And I feel like all the things that we knew were dangerous back then have been allowed to run riot online. And I feel like very late to the party, there's been all this move to regulate the way that these social media companies do business, but they're so far advanced, I just don't know like, like, like how can governments invest the money that would be required to regulate Silicon Valley, when Silicon Valley just has this infinite amount of money, mm. you know? And I feel like it would require incredible investment, like almost like you have to say to social media companies, you're getting a regulation tax of ten percent on all your profit, basically to allow us to have enough money to research and regulate all the things that you're doing that are bad for humanity mm. I mean, yeah. but I just don't think that's possible i don't think that's a, that, I don't think it's possible to achieve that. What
1: about the point that one of the guys was making, and I think Jaron Lanier makes it in the book as well on the idea of taxing data so that the, the the companies have to pay for the data on the individuals and therefore they might then look at doing things a little bit differently because they're like, do we need all that data? Do we need to be working on that? Because, I mean, I would say up to 90% of the data that they take on people, is just it, it, they don't need it. It's just the fact that they have it to To use and they have used Edward Snowden was amazing at showing how the the uh, Obama administration was was taking people's phone calls and taking information, listening to people's phone calls and all that kind of stuff. And you don't need that. Why are you doing that? You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, if that da- if data has become currency, data has become currency. It is. Yeah. yeah. Then y- 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 it should be taxed. But that that that's also just part of a very complicated conversation about totally. how we're going to organize. Uh, the economy of the future, you know. I mean, people thought like the conversation around Bitcoin was the beginning of, you know, the conversation of like future currency. But like, it's only scratching the surface. I mean, mm. we. But but the thing is that I think we will evolve. You know, yes. Like I, I think that will evolve. But whether whether uh, data becomes, you know, whether data gets considered like an asset is is that is an interesting conversation. Like I haven't even. I haven't. I've never thought about that in my life, and and that that is what's exciting and frightening about all this. Is like it is a reorganization of society, and this is very much the the, right at the beginning of it. Oh, completely. And I think what again, a lot of people possibly
1: don't realize about the depths of what this actually means is if again I I mentioned before about the Great Hack, um, and Eva mentioned it last week on the show, is that the ability that corporations have to take your data and then be able to modify your behavior has affected elections. So, I mean, to think about that is scary. Brexit, there was a company that worked, Cambridge Analytica worked to be able to influence the referendum around Brexit. Donald Trump, Bolsonaro in Brazil, all this company, Cambridge Analytica, worked on all these elections. And the scary thing is it's not illegal. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do anything illegal. (laughs) They just took, they just bought all your data and then they advertised to the individuals um, uh, exactly what it was. No, but the funny thing
0: is that you don't get a piece of that action. That's what's crazy. It's like you're selling my fucking information and like somehow I accidentally gave it to you for free. Yeah. You know, and there's no way in the world that people are aware Of all the permissions that they're giving out, I know every now and then there's like some some Twitter terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah. and like there's like a thing where people go, oh hey, go on your Facebook and go into settings and change this, and you know, but like nobody can keep up with it, you know, Mm. like like the minute the the minute that 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 fucking thing is trending about changing that Facebook is adapting their Mm. permissions to make sure Mm. that they can still get the data. You know? I, I, I took one of the, the, the I think it was from
1: Jaron Lanier's book, he said, turn off your cookies on certain things and see how your experience changes. So I turned off my cookies on Google and and all sorts of bits and pieces. And I, I couldn't get over how different like my YouTube oh, really? page was.
0: Oh, bro, there's
1: just no crowd. Like, it was just, oh, this isn't like... I don't want to You want were like, that. yeah, I want my cookies <laughs> back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but These then, people but, don't know anything about me. <laughs> but then but then each website makes it so difficult for you to navigate the page unless you your have cookies. your cookies on, then you just fucking turn your cookies back on, you know? But like YouTube, even Google, what what you will search in a Google search if you have your cookies off, it's a completely different experience. And that's another part of the issue is that nobody is going is having shared experiences anymore
0: because everybody has an individual that's experience right. on their a, phone. Which was a great point that they were mm. making about, like, you think you put in a Google search and, like, it's coming up the same for everybody. Everybody's having this individual experience. Everybody's you know,
1: having this individual experience. Which
0: is, a, you know, obviously that's a big problem. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that before. Like, the, yeah. the, the internet sort of drives everyone. In, and they get into that with the kid. I mean, by the way, in terms of the social dilemma, I couldn't stand all the the dramatizations. Like, I felt like I don't, it took... I o- don't know why documentaries ever do that, to be honest with you. It's always... I think they just need to it's fill never the- been good. <laughs> they need to fill the time. Like, unless it's like a murder, you know, unless it's like a murder, you know, reenactment yeah. thing. I just, I don't know why they do that. Especially because I just wasn't, you know... Other than maybe that moment where the girl sees a comment about her ears and then she becomes aware of like the size of her ears and you kind of like, you feel bad for them. Like you're happy that your adolescence wasn't online. Like it makes me happy my adolescence wasn't online. But other than that, you know, like I feel like if you want to have that rabbit hole experience that they're trying to dramatize with this young man, I think it's better to listen to the rabbit hole podcast in the New York Times because they just talk to people about the experience of slowly getting sucked into the, Mm -hmm. you know, to the YouTube world of you know, radicalization, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and we did get in, we got into that a bit last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't need to focus on that too much. I do think that's
1: a positive because podcast never comes up in it. And uh, G- Lanier does bring it up in his book. That is a positive about podcasting is that you are listening to conversations at least. Yes, there's plenty of stuff that people do to kind of to clickbait or they'll talk about certain subjects because they'll get people to have a listen. But at least with a podcast, you are listening to conversation, to tone, to human interaction. And, um, you know, and I think at least that's a positive. It's not social media, but, you know, it's very easy to to put all these things in the one box. But podcasting is actually co- kind of a positive because you are listening to conversations, nuance. It's not just polarized all the time.
0: The other fact that came out of the documentary that frightened me a little bit was that fake news has six times the click rate of real news, even though I guess the concept of what is real news is in itself a subjective argument, yes. but certainly fake news as in just, you know, conspiracy theory, uh, you know, just fake information, six times likelier to be shared. Mm. So I mean, that is a frightening thing to think that, like, to try to keep people informed in, like, a rational way. Because mm. obviously there's still debate within, quote-unquote, real news. There's still debate, mm. you know? But you can't have that debate if 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 people aren't, like, processing, like, information that's real, you know? Absolutely. Let, pe- let people argue about real information, and then they can have their perspectives on that real information. Mm. But the fact that fake news is six times more likely to be shared, like, that is, that is a frightening time.
1: It's crazy. I had a... A good friend of mine. Well, I haven't seen him in a while, but on anyway on Facebook around the time of the killing of George Floyd, he shared. Uh, my friend shared on Facebook a a video of a, a white guy that was killed, and he put, he commented himself saying, "Why is nobody reporting on this killed by the police? Why is nobody reporting on this? I'll tell you why. Because he's white, and it was really aggressive, right? And I he's think, your friend." Yeah, yeah. And wow. I, I did one simple Google on, on the, the white guy's name that was killed. It happened two years ago. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more And that's yeah. the, and, but nobody's going to click on that. They're just going to click on the video of and the be guy. Like, yeah, being here we killed go. And look at this. And Look at this. Look at this. It's propaganda. It's, they only want to talk about Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 And I was like, I, I really had a moral dilemma to myself to kind of go, do I call him? Do I call him and go, bro, why are you posting that? Like, George Floyd yeah. just got killed. It's a real, look at the figures, look at the stats and what you've posted. Yes, it happened, but it's not relevant to the, the conversation now today. You're trying to stir something. That's, yes racial
0: undertones it was like and that's my friend you know it's scary bro i know stuff You and and you have to remind yourself to like check you know yes big you time. have to remind yourself uh i mean uh, the the only good news is i well sometimes i i get a little bit relaxed by the fact that a lot of the great issues like five or six years ago it was like videos of uh mass like Violence of Muslim men towards German women. You know, remember there was like a couple of videos going around. Yes, and then it was just like, have you seen the like the chaos that's mm-hmm. happening in German cities? Yeah. And then amongst the sort of right wing internet, there's just like this. Well, the reality is in Sweden and Germany, there's chaos. These immigrants are causing chaos, and of course, it wasn't true. There's like yeah. two videos, manipulated videos, and then they just become like. But then the thing is that like now you don't hear about that at all. The only problem is that those same people they keep migrating. To the next thing that suits their yes. argument
1: yes you know absolutely and all and it is is going back into the th- into the same thing that we said excuse me earlier on is that they're pri- prying on, on people's weaknesses so they're, right. they're, they're, they're they're like you'll see for example like i don't know if this is true or not but there was you know what might be considered a lot of uh people in Dublin from lower socioeconomic settings that are at the anti-mask thing. But that's something for them to be angry about. Therefore, they can connect with something because they're yes. pissed off at the way they've been treated all their life. Yeah. And they're right to be angry Yeah, and their anger things. is rational. but their yeah, anger the anger is, is rational,
0: but you're putting it in the wrong place. Yes. But this is always the problem. Mm. But the problem is that it's never had as much of a... It's, the, the, the irrationality has never had as much of a source of food Yes. You know, which yes. especially really persuasive food. Like really like like it's kind of like propaganda on steroids, you know? Yes. Misinformation on steroids. Yeah. And it can get anyone, bro. Like my my girlfriend came to me one day. I saw her watching a video on the
1: phone, and it was Candace Owens talking about the George Floyd thing being a, a load of horseshit. And yeah. my girlfriend's going, "Oh, what do you think about this? Do you think I was like, "No, you fucking, you got to find out who she is. You got to find out her agenda. You got to, you know. But she was, to- she was totally in on it. You know, yeah. Somebody had sent yeah. it to her, and that's it.
0: You know, and that's it. And you just get into it, and and, yeah. and that's it. So I wanted to ask two, two, two things towards the yes. end, just to so. Are there any obvious places where you can see the sort of algorithm slash uh, social media working in your life, like very obvious ones? And I'm really putting this out to the listener too as you're listening to this to think about it, you know? Where can you see this in your own life? Yes. Yeah, I mean,
1: I've tried. I have taken a conscious decision personally to cut down a lot on Instagram because I see myself just... Clicking, spying on other people. Um, I like one ro- pair of trainers, and all of a sudden, it's just like I got these trainers. I got I got these trainers. I got I got these trainers. Um, even down to the ethical stuff. Like I've been looking a lot into. Like, can I buy more ethical clothing? Is that an option, or what is that about? Can I learn about it? And it's but that's like, kind of good, no? Bam, bam, bam. It's yes, it is good. But even at that, it's like bam, bam, bam. Like yes. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, it's all getting shoved down my throat immediately. I think it, yes, it is a good thing, and I think I do want to see if I can. Uh, buy more responsibility even though it's more expensive etc but um yeah it's the Instagram i like to think i'm confusing
0: one. the algorithm all the time yeah <laughs> how do <laughs> no? you do that because uh you know because i'm a 44 year old white guy but i still like you know <laughs> I still like <laughs> i'm not angry and i'm watching like you know puppy videos and shit and they're going ah, we can't figure this motherfucker out <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, of course well, it's not true. They have me well, well fucking figured out. Well, you fuck up the algorithms as well when you have a kid, because
1: my YouTube is all over the place. <laughs> oh Yeah.
0: Well, the YouTube that's... thing about kids was quite frightening. You know, the, the, yes. the, the way they pointed out that there was more regulation on what could be advertised on Saturday morning cartoons, whereas now YouTube is just like uh, you know a free for all. Yeah, and you do have to. I I find I, I do
1: have to watch the cartoons with my daughter so that you can go. Ah, no, no, this is not. <laughs> oh, really? Like if like we know what the good ones are. But if the new one comes along or whatever, like you kind of do have to essentially parent and regulate and kind of go. She liked this new one called Chi Chi Love about these dogs, but it was like mean girls on steroids. The dogs are like so bitchy, pardon the pun, to each other. And like, you shut up, you're stupid. And I was
0: like, whoa, she doesn't need to be watching this. Fucking hell. Um, Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I I notice it in plenty of places, but it's really obvious on TikTok, I find. Really? Okay, yeah, I actually deleted TikTok. <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> because why?
1: Um, I just got a, it was around, like I, like all of July, basically, I was in the, reading all the the literature and all that kind of stuff. And around that time, I, t- I took a step back from Instagram. But TikTok with the whole China thing, I was just like, oh, fuck this. Oh, I yeah. got rid of it. It's I just, propaganda, I was, Steve. I know, I know. It's
0: anti-China propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I
1: know. But uh, I mean, it's and it's so hard to ethically do the right thing all the time because I went, I had to buy a cap for my stupid afro recently. I was like, oh, where could I? I'm uh, buying something new. Can I buy something ethically? Somebody told me that Patagonia, they always use recycled products and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, brilliant. I will go into the shop, I buy the cap, and it's like made in China. So I'm like,
0: <laughs> you can't get away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but just because it's made in China doesn't mean it's not ethically made. I, I, well, I understand that.
1: But then you also kind of go, you know the the was it the I can't remember the eager Uger Muslims in the Uyghur, The Wager yeah. Muslims in the in the mm-hmm. concentration camps and all that so you're kind of what I'm saying is it's complicated and it's so fucking you I don't know. Like listen I'm no, no
0: defender of the Chinese government but I also think that people like to like to perceive Western freedoms as more free than they are I, and I, if I, you're, a you're a the fund- average hundred incarcerated hundred black dude, dude in America you're yes. probably thinking like well what's the difference between me and a Wager
1: Yes bro, I 100% agree and like there's a brilliant uh, uh, documentary on Netflix called Saving Capitalism a guy who used to be the right hand man for Clinton and he really articulates really well that actually it's not about Democrats versus Republicans at all it's on both in both parties, you'll find the ones that will be doing everything for the corporations. And there's some Republicans out there who go like, "No, this Republican, this corporation funding is bad because all we're doing is feeding the big, you know, the big engine, and we're just we're not looking after people and we're not putting people first. And you know, so there's lots of things all over the place where this isn't about freedom. This is about corporations getting money. You know.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Because for me, on uh, on tiktok uh i just get a lot of emotional videos all the time yes that's right (laughs) i still get them every time i fucking go on tiktok i end up crying they're brilliantly done yeah they put their i told you about that one right i told you about the i like completely broke down one day early on i guess early on when hannah was gone i was on tiktok and it was weird if I could just get, get real for a moment. It was yeah. weird because falling for, falling for someone definitely also triggered some grief. You know, it's like it's all locked in there in the, in the deep parts of my soul. And uh, so then this, this TikTok video comes up of grandparents seeing their grandchild for the first time because of COVID, you know? Yes. So I guess the child had been born for like three months or four months. And now it was the grandparents seeing the child for the first time and, you know, with the emotional music. And then it came on and I was like, my parents are never going to see my child. And I, just, oh, like, I was just like... Oh, oh God. Like, oh, God. I was like... But it was oh, great, fuck. though, because it was a, a yeah. real emotional release. But then at the same time, it's like, the fucking algorithm is controlling my emotions.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's, it, it, it it knows that your f- missus is away or whatever. Or well, that? it's
0: not that, because it, it it just knows that I like those... Yes. You know, the yeah, sad yeah. ones. I've watched so many of the sad ones, you know, like the... The military guy that comes home and sees this, you know, surprises his Oh, stop! This kid. Break my heart. Yeah, and the, you know, the, the 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 puppy. You know, we found this puppy on the side of the road, and now he's happy. And yes, uh, you know, uh, just whatever. There's so many of these. Oh, oh, the one. I'll tell you the one that absolutely kills me. I I asked my stepfather to adopt me. Have you seen these ones?
1: Oh yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I
0: get I get like five like six, of them a day.
1: Six, 16 year old girls kind of yeah. asking it, and like the, the, the a grown man breaking Starts down,
0: bawling crying. I'm like oh, dying. Fuck. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. I don't blame you. Yeah,
1: yeah. But you but but you see you're right because like it's an algorithm that is doing that to us and we're not we're, we're losing the ability to 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 negotiate these emotions in the real
0: world. Yeah, but sometimes I have to say, like, fucking thank God for the algorithm because (laughs) I'm feeling feelings I never felt before. (laughs) (laughs) I feel emotionally alive. What would I have done without the algorithm, you know? Yeah. All right, so let me give you one last question.
1: Yes, shoot.
0: You don't have to answer it out loud. I just want to freak you out. (laughs) I just want you to think about this, and I want our listeners to think about this because they know everything about us. And you know that there's some stuff you're doing online... That they know, but it's not influencing the algorithm directly, right? You know, the, the porn you look at and shit, you can, you can tell that that's not influencing the algorithm in the same way. They seem to sort of, they seem to give porn a pass, but at the same time, you know that they know. Well, yeah. So what, think about this, everybody. <laughs> what would you be worried about them knowing? <laughs> and I'm not talking about stuff that you think you might look at in the future. I'm saying right now. Think about the fact that everything you've ever looked at online is known. What are you
1: worried about? (laughs) It's just like being a Catholic in 1990s Ireland again, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Exactly. God is watching you. God is fucking God is watching. (laughs) For all you atheists out there who don't believe, the truth is that we created a fucking higher power, and it's watching us. But oh, instead yeah. of but the out God is watching, but instead of stopping you sinning, it's helping you to sin. <laughs> Which <laughs> I funky. guess some of the religious people are saying right now. That's because it's not God. It's the devil. <laughs> but maybe as has always been the case, they are one and the same. Yeah. That's our Unplugged That's our world, that's our deep moment at the end of our conversation, Steve. <sighs> oh my god, I'm sorry to leave everybody with anxiety. You're but, right
1: about you're right about the porn one. The amount of girls with boobies out that I get just because I like Arsenal videos is crazy. The algorithm <laughs> knows <laughs> The algorithm knows.
0: The algorithm knows. Yeah, but every weird thing that you've ever looked at, they fucking know. Mm. They know. You know? You'd On hate that, that phone. fuck <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't matter. The fucking phone the phone is just a conduit. Once the information is passed, they have it forever. God I knows. Know. God would you, knows. Would
1: you, on any level, consider anyone out there consider? Because I know a few people have done this, getting non-internet phones. Oh, oh,
0: like just like a, an old flip phone.
1: Yeah, just like they're they're going back up in price. I saw a Nokia the other day for fucking eighty quid. I'm like, you joking me? That's what it was back then. How was oh, it? Right, yeah. Some down? people
0: just want to get away, which is fair enough, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you know, like I, I, I've deleted apps for a while. Like I've avoided stuff. You know, I've mm. avoided internet shitstorms. I've, I you can avoid stuff, and it's actually quite empowering because you realize that when you're not engaging, it doesn't have any power over you. Exactly. You know, and it so feels true. so important at the time. Like I think about every negative comment that's ever been said about me. You know, every stupid thing I've seen, dumb story that's been written about me, and how it affects me emotionally. It does not have any effect on you when you don't know. Yes. You know. And like yeah. the 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 necessity of knowing, it's subjective, you know. Like how much shit from other people that they're saying about you do you really need to know, you know? Mm. And that that's the problem with comments, and even for these teenagers, you know, in their little small groups, you know, like all that stuff is is unnecessary. It's unfortunate that they've had to navigate that. You don't need to know what these people think. It's because it's not the truth. It's their you know, it's their loaded fucking reason for leaving this comment, whether it's jealousy or desire to be your friend, you know, like if it's super positive, it's it's their need for you. If it's negative, it's their jealousy of you, or whatever fucking loaded reason there is behind this comment, you're 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 taking all that shit on. That's a lot to take on, especially when you're young. It's yeah. tough enough when we're like I'm a I'm a forty four year old man, I get bent out of shape. Mm. You know?
1: Like Opin- like like us weekly us
0: weekly did an article about me and Hannah being together. You know? oh really yeah so and then of course I stupidly looked at it on Facebook I checked the comments and like three comments like is that her dad and I'm like fuck you motherfucker <laughs> now it's in my head Yeah, now it's in my fucking head I gotta get Botox oh give an, it a wreck an, and then an ad came up for <laughs> Botox <No>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah oh. and then an
0: ad came up for, for fucking no I'm just kidding but uh, Juvederm try Juvederm so uh, anyway, Steve, let's 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 hit the road.
1: Facts aren't opinions, anyway. Oh no, yeah. opinions aren't facts. The other way around.
0: <laughs> the, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, man. Well, what do you what do you what are you plugging these days? Oh well, apparently, apparently, I don't know. I'm kinda saying
1: this like with some nerves, but apparently, I'll be doing a show in Dolan's Warehouse on the second
0: of October. I don't. Oh, I, don't it. Know. <laughs> I think Joanne. I think Joanne's show's got cancelled
1: yeah the she was it the ones. same was it the exact same one because I know she's on in Dolan's the night after me no but um, I, I think the
0: Waterford ones got canceled
1: oh really yeah okay yeah
0: Joanne should be back on next week according to the schedule but we'll according see according to the schedule we'll see according to see the through. schedule yeah I should have yeah, checked yeah. in with her today after her shows got canceled maybe she would have been in the mood to go on the pod but
1: yeah maybe that was karma for cancelling on oh no so anyway um on canceling on us but I'm joking <laughs> we love Joanne
0: you're in trouble now Steve you're <laughs> <Yeah>. in trouble <laughs> she's going to tweet about it <laughs> but uh, if I don't know about it I don't care. Um. Yeah. So. So your your show in Dolans right now is
1: on at the, at this moment in time. Literally, our agent texted me yesterday. It's on the second of October, which I'm super nervous about. Like, like it's literally going to be my first gig, so it's not. Fuck. Obviously, it was Going to be in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like although I'd gonna, be
0: absolutely shocked if it happens, but I hope it does happen. And right now, it's happening, so people do go to the show
1: yep and um other than that, bro, I'm starting school next week, so we can talk about that. Oh I forgot God. to next tell week, you that.
0: <laughs> going back to school,
1: bro. I had to. <laughs> I was sitting in a chair filling out forms the other day, going, "What the fuck is?
0: How is this, this? happening to me?" <laughs> in fuck.
1: the classroom, and it's so strict. And the teacher's going, "Now wipe your table when you're finished." I'm like, "All right, fuck." Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
0: it's so strict in schools, man. Holy shit! Just a reminder that. uh My shows are all canceled till at least January because I've been getting some emails saying, is that show happening? My shows are all canceled. I'll update my website soon. It's just hard to update the website when you don't actually know when the new dates are but because yeah. um, everything keeps getting pushed back and now January people are starting to get paranoid but whatever I don't want to freak people out. we've 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 done enough anxiety inducing stuff for the podcast yes. today uh, yeah so my stuff is cancelled but do at Des Bishop on Instagram right go back on social media right now ignore this conversation go back on social media right now <laughs> at Des Bishop send me some dopamine hits yes uh, and uh, Des Bishop 5 on TikTok although I have not been doing any TikToks and happy happy Friday I hope that they- <laughs> Let's, oh yeah Friday it, guys. tomorrow yeah it'll be up tonight oh tonight yeah, enjoy tonight. yourselves guys enjoy yourselves don't stress too much
1: no don't just like just think about it love each other oh and don't be nice five,
0: five stars on iTunes yeah. uh, Spotify <laughs> get those Pods algorithms doing, going Pod's doing well by the way great it's, it's doing well but uh, yeah so five stars spread the word uh, Joanne should be back next week uh, we'll have a, we'll have a, 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 some fresh topics uh, some videos and uh, yeah so spread the word everybody Absolutely. uh, Thanks so much. Cheers, bro. Take care.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.